So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And we got some really good content today about identity, one of my favorite subjects of all time. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited to dive in. Really quick, I want to just continue to thank you guys who are leaving ratings and reviews of this podcast. It means the world to me and you just don't know how it might change somebody else's life forever because the honest truth is people look for ratings. They look for reviews when they're perusing content. We know that millions of people are struggling with porn addiction and sexual misbehavior. And so each rating, each review that you leave for us just gives us a chance to signal to other people, hey, if you need help, you can get it here and you could play a role in somebody getting the help they need that could change their life forever. Okay, um, let me let me just read one review that came in. I really appreciated this. Uh, the The title of this review is called "Get Ready for Action," and Mikey G fifty eight wrote um, that Sathya is well spoken, intelligent, and a brave individual. His faith in God, with his willingness to be vulnerable, has helped myself among many other men experience freedom. He has steered me in the right direction through his teachings and has really left an impact on me to move from boy to man. I highly, highly recommend his episode with Ken Harrison. After listening, you will want to unleash the man within. Man, what a review. Mikey G, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. And um, hopefully that gives you guys an idea. Maybe for you, you've gotten used to listening to me. Maybe this is just in the mix with probably a whole bunch of other podcasts you're listening to. Hey, rightfully so. Uh, But just don't forget the power of a review and what that could do for someone else. So thanks again uh, to those of you that have done it. And if you haven't, please, I encourage you just grab your app right now, leave a quick five-star review, uh, five-star rating rather, and you can write in a quick review if you want as well. Okay, today we're talking about identity. I mentioned this is honestly, guys, this is one of my favorite subjects of all time. So in our in our recovery process, you know, when we're working with men, we basically walk them through three primary pillars. The first is self-awareness. The second is transformation of the heart. And the third is establishing your identity in Christ. And so this is literally like one of the centerpieces that we focus on while we are walking men through a recovery journey. And we actually have a mantra for this pillar, which is that I would rather be 100% myself and rejected than 80% myself and accepted. And it's the idea that we are unwilling to compromise in the people that God has made us to be in our beliefs, in our personas, in our values, in our decisions, in our callings in life. Basically, all facets, we are vowing to be the men that God has made us to be unapologetically. I did a talk on this recently at my church. I did a men's breakfast, and I got a massive response. I mean, overwhelming. It was was beyond anything I could have really imagined. And the part that really seemed to hit home for people was talking about identity. And it's funny because when I walked off the stage and, you know, went home that day and I was kind of reflecting on the talk and, you know, I don't speak a lot. So 
I can get a little bit hypercritical or, or uh, you know, not hypercritical, like I'm, I'm pretty nice to myself, but I guess I can just start to get caught up in really minor details like, oh, I wish I would have said that or, oh, that part, you know, could have been better or whatever. And I can be a little bit perfectionistic about it. So that part I, I do need to guard against. Um, but the one thing I realized was, man, there's so much to unpack in this concept, uh, context of identity. And as I was sort of reflecting on it, I kind of got a new revelation. And that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. I haven't shared this with anybody. Um, I'm, I'm at, at the time of this recording, I'm getting ready to do a talk in Florida. Uh, I think by the time this episode comes up, well, I know by the time this episode comes up, the, the talk will have already been done. But I'm going to share about it uh, there as well. Um, that's like a client event that we're doing in Orlando. But basically, uh, basically, what I wanted to uh, do or what I wanted to explain is the link between identity and behavior. So let me give you guys a little taste of my talk and um, a little nugget to chew on. One of the common pitfalls of mankind is that we define ourselves by our behavior. So for example, I am a coach. I am a podcast host. I am a social media influencer. I use that word pretty lightly. I'm still uh, starting pretty small following, but still, nonetheless, you get what I mean. We tend to associate labels and identity statements with our behavior, the things that we do, the activities that we engage in. If you work as an accountant, we often will say, you know, I'm an accountant. If you have your you know, CPA or whatever, I'm an engineer, I'm a doctor, I'm a father, I'm a brother, I'm a son, I'm a husband, you know, whatever it is, we put on these identities, right? Now, again, some of those things I just listed, there's nothing wrong with them. The problem is the link between identity and behavior. The problem is the way that we rationalize or we reason. Because see, with that kind of rationale, then if you watch uh, pornography, you're an adulterer. Because Jesus said very clearly that if you commit adultery in your heart, let alone your eye, if your eye causes you to sin, you should gouge it, that kind of idea, remember? So he said, if you look at a woman lustfully in your heart or with lustful intent, then you have committed adultery in your heart. So that would make you an adulterer, right? So you can see how all of a sudden this rationale kind of gets dark and intense and oh my gosh, Sathya, like calm down a little bit, bro. But the point I'm making here is we have to be careful how we reason, how we rationalize our identity. Because see, in the world, your behavior dictates your identity. But in the kingdom of God, your identity dictates your behavior. One of the things I had to fight in my 15-year addiction, and especially in the, the last few years where I really was pursuing freedom and starting to make strides towards it, is I had to start changing the way I saw myself. See, a lot of people say, well, once I'm not watching porn anymore, it'll be a lot easier for me to believe the word of God when it says that I'm holy, blameless, and above reproach. That's Colossians 1.22. Or, uh, you know, Colossians 3, where it says that I am seated with Christ. You know, died with Christ, I've been raised with him, right? It's, it's easier to believe Galatians 3.26, which says that we are children of God. I'll believe those things once my behavior lines up. That's, that's what a lot of people say. But that is thinking of the world. That is rationale that basically says my identity 
is based on my behavior. When the opposite is true, the opposite is true. Jesus sees you in your sin, calls you by your true identity. He doesn't say, you wretched sinner, oh, how terrible you are. He, he doesn't throw labels on you based on your behavior. He sees you as you really are, holy, blameless, and above reproach, a son of God, a conqueror in Christ. So what we need to do and what I had to learn to do in my recovery process was embrace my heavenly identity. I had to learn to own it. And I had to not just own it and identify it and embrace it, but then I had to start acting like it was true. And this is the only place where the fake it till you make it stuff has a little bit of of validity. Because there were days where I'm like, man, I just watched porn yesterday. I don't feel like a holy man. But I'm going to I'm gonna act like I am a holy man today. Not in like a, I'm going to pretend I have it all together. But, but just when I felt tempted, it was like, what would a holy man do in this situation? Right? Like it was just starting to kind of own that persona and, and that, that identity a little bit before it was, uh, I guess, reflective in my behavior. Currently, I am working on adding muscle. You know, I'm working out at the gym. I'm trying to get my diet dialed in. And, you know, it has ups and downs. Like I'm, I've, I've done really well in the last, uh, I guess, 16 months that I've been doing it. I think it's a bit longer than that. And it's been super fruitful, but I'm really just getting started. And I've fallen into this thinking here where it's like, oh yeah, you know what? I'll see myself as a, like a, a bodybuilder or like a, you know, a muscular kind of guy when I'm X, Y, Z, when I weigh this many pounds or when I look a certain way. If I'm being honest, it's when I look a certain way. So what I've had to do, and you know, there's mirrors all over the gym, right? So when I'm, you know, between a set and I'm looking myself in the mirror, I'm, I just look at myself and I'm like, you're a bodybuilder, you're a bodybuilder. You know, when I'm out with some friends and they're serving up desserts and I'm like, oh man, I really know that I, I actually can't have that dessert. It's like, well, what would a bodybuilder do? And what it does is it just draws a clear line in the sand of like, oh yeah, obviously I'm not going to do that. You know, maybe I'm afraid of letting people down or, you know, I have like my own cravings. I have a huge sweet tooth. So it's it's easy to fall into those kinds of thinking. But but as soon as I say, well, what would a bodybuilder do? All of a sudden now it, it changes everything. So I'm trying to operate from this place of identity before it's actually fully established. And that is really the trick or the name of the game. So I want to just encourage you guys as you're pursuing freedom, maybe you've fallen into the trap of thinking, yeah, Sathya, you know what? Once I hit X, Y, Z, then I can believe my God-given identity. My friend, it does not work that way. In fact, the reverse is true. Your identity is established today, and the sooner you accept it, the sooner your behavior will start to change. Because if it doesn't change that way, then we can be pretty confident that all you're doing is just modifying your behavior anyway. And that's a miserable, terrible place to be. That just leads to sobriety. It does not lead to freedom. And that's what we want for you guys. So own it. Own your identity. And if you're like, well, what is my identity? I gave you some scriptures that you should start with. Colossians 1, Colossians 3, and Galatians 3. Very good starting points. Romans 8 is phenomenal, especially verse 32 to verse 39. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can think of any other scriptures off the top of my head. Uh, Psalm 139 is actually another excellent one. Some really good places to start with your identity and what, what God has called you to or who he has called you to be. Guys, get it into you, embrace it, own it, and let your behavior follow suit. I'm cheering you on. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. 
I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.